episode number 52 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're back on back in the Granite City again. I am, yes, back from holiday, back from Boston. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I've got I'm going to replace Big Fraser. I don't think I've got as many uh, marathon stories to share as Fraser Klein, but I'll, I'll certainly try and bring a couple from Boston. I'm sure he's not offended that you just called him Big Fraser, but uh, I mean, I mean, big in terms of profile. Well, I must before we go into chat about you, um, I must say Fraser, uh, he didn't mention last week that he was doing a park run. I noticed on the, the Aberdeen Beachfront uh, the results for the park run. He was, I was going to say racing, but he was he was running, and I think he he did a, a wee twenty-one minute or so. Really, after yeah, all his yeah. chat last week, very yeah. good. I know. And I, again, I was also looking at the, you know, like the age graded, the yes. age grading as well. I think he was like first or second. Nice. So kudos to kudos to Fraser. He uh, he still he still got it. Nice. Well Even done, though Fraser. it's about eight minutes off his PB, but uh, still it's a. I was going to say a win's a win, but you know it's a a top age grading is a top age age grading. Absolutely. I mean, it may well be a PB for him at Aberdeen Beach. So. Um, Anyway, so this week we've got, yeah, so I've got some reflections on Boston. We've got bugger all race results, but you've been running at the Skull Table. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about London Marathon, which is this weekend. A wee bit of a Scottish preview there. Um, uh, Highland Flings this weekend. We'll have a wee chat about that. We don't have so much. And, uh, yeah, have a, a chat about what we've got coming up. Yep, so no interview this week, This week, unfortunately, but we, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll try and make it as entertaining as we as we can. Absolutely. We've got a couple cooking, to be fair. We've got a couple cooking, one of which is, is just on me getting time to to finish off uh, some editing on it, and then we've got another one with, uh, with which is coming as well. So it's exciting. Good to have it a couple is, lined it, up. It, it is exciting. Now, one thing I was going to mention is we, we've been regularly doing club night, or Tom's been interviewing some of the, 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 kind of, some of the main, the, the, the committee members, various different clubs so we if any clubs do want to come on the show and chat to either myself or tom or both of us even uh do let us know drop us a line tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com or message us on facebook and yeah just so you can chat about your club and tell us all about it and uh yeah i'm sure some most of the the, the, all the club interviews have been really insightful so yeah it'll be good good to hear uh some more people coming back with um with some interest yeah and it's a good it's a good opportunity to plug your races as well we're quite we've been we, we talked last week a race that's on the calendar the, the central ac's monument mile which is a, a flat a flat obviously flat it's on a track but a good opportunity to go and race the mile um we maybe will plug that again later on but off the back of that we're essentially going to come on the show so yeah it's a really good opportunity to get your races out there as well so as kyle says give us a shout absolutely tom so right let's let's go back to boston how are you feeling? Back to Boston. What's uh, is there is there reflections on the race? So we had fairly um, you know instant instant race reflections last last uh, last Monday. In fact, this time last Monday you were just yeah you were just finishing. You're just changing your turn your 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 shorts and putting putting <laughs> your getting changing your gusset on your shorts. <laughs> something a bit more appropriate for the pub. Uh, so yeah. So how was it? Do you know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm actually, I'm just really, it's, it was just a great experience. I'm really pleased with it, how it went. I'm, a, I'm pleased I ran it because it was, 
it was just amazing. You know, I talked a lot last week about the crowd, and I'm not going to go back into that, but it was just an incredible atmosphere to run in. Really, real party, real celebration of running, which was great. But actually, the more I've read, I've read a few blogs about people who rode, who ran it. I've looked at some other times a bit more, and I'm actually quite happy with my time. You know, I think, I don't know. You know, everyone loves to to put reasons for their run and excuses and all that. But I think it was a it was a humid day, and I looking at it, I just don't think it was a day on that course where people run exceptionally fast times. And I'm to the extent I'm thinking, do you know, what? I might have if I'd gone into that in PB shape, I might have, it might have been a difficult one to PB if I was not much under where I was in Frankfurt, so I'm, I'm really happy with how it went, you know, the humidity was, was, was a bit of a dampener for a lot of people I've spoken to since, but I think because I wasn't really shooting for a time, um, it, it's not one that sits with me, and I'm just, just chuffed to bits that I ran it, and I spoke to you after the race, the next two, three days after the race, so we were in Boston for the day after, and then we went down to Cape Cod, which is sort of south of Boston on that coast and people are in jacket in Boston Marathon jackets everywhere and people are like high-fiving you and shaking your hand and you know giving you you know giving you a wee nod because they they've run it as well you know well, and it's uh, not even oh. that well done just uh just uh, a nod know when you see a motorcyclist going past a motorcyclist <laughs> yeah the, the nod was it like that for runners it was exactly like that but what's amazing is and I, I just you I've only know I've noticed this in the states when people say oh did you run the marathon I'm saying yeah or even just to see you in the jacket, and they go, "Oh, congratulations!" Like the, for all they know, yeah. I, it could have I could have absolutely blown up, you know, yeah. it could have been a disaster. But they that just still cool. say congratulations. Really, really cool. Like, and I tell you what, one thing about the Boston, a bit like so, a general a general thing about American races. Afterwards, I mean, I must have taken some serious weight last week. It was just American food, American sized portions all week. And I a a bit, bit the, the screen's a little bit wide this this week, Tommy. Yeah, I feel a bit Jeez, look, at those, look at those cheeks. <laughs> so it was, I was anyway, brilliant. And I, I, a few people at work today, back at work today, it was a bit grim. But a few people at work were asking about it, and I was saying, do you know what? The best way is just to say it's a bucket list marathon. You have to do it. And I think you really, it's one that, if I know a lot of people who say they regret not doing it when they had the when they had the qualifying time, and I would say to anyone. If if you fancy an overseas marathon, do Boston. And even if you're in not in a, if you're in a place where I don't know, you've life and work is getting in the way, and you're not really in the shape you're in when you're at a peak, think about going to Boston if you've got the qualifying time because it is just amazing. It's uh, it's such a celebration of running. I, there's some parts of it which were ridiculous. Like I'll rant about the expo well, go, later go, on. Go go back. What what is the number one thing? To what is the number one thing about the Boston Marathon that? You should you, you, is the reason that you should go. Is it the people? Is it the course? Is it the? Uh, I would say it's what, the. What is the thing it, that it's, that separates you from? It's the tradition. Uh, it's the tradition. The tradition of it. So if you so Boston, that was the hundred twenty third Boston Marathon. It's the longest running marathon in the world. Yeah. It's so much. It's steeped in so much history. You know when when the marathon was tw- it started when it started marathon was a distance that was changed depending on which event you did. So when Boston first started, it was they had it 24 miles, and then it was only after the Olympics in London where they or they became official at 26.2, and they moved the start back to to where it is today in a town called Hopkinton. So this course, you've been running along that course for 123 years in terms of races. So things like the towns, they're all they're all some part of it. So you start in Hopkinton, this sort of smallish town in the middle of New England, and then you run out of town, you run through the countryside for a bit, then you go through 
I think it's Natick next. Is it Natick? I can't remember the order of the towns. Then you go through Framington. Then you go through Wellesley. And all these towns, they're just like, they've all got, they're all part of this amazing race. And to the extent, like, everyone knows in Boston, oh, yeah, when you get to Newton, you go right at the Newton Fire Station. So the Newton Fire Station is, like, is is famed. You've got the point at which uh, Catherine Switzer burst onto the course. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, you've got like, detail about that. There's a wee sign there. You've got, there's, there's, there's statues on the course. Um, it's just, you know, the, 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 the Newton Hills, it's, they're, you know, they're so, you know, it, the, you say to anyone who runs a Heartbreak Hill, bang, they know it's Boston instantly, you know. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And then you come, and again, at the end of the, you go past the Sitgo sign, which is very famous in Boston, 25 miles, you go past that. You go through, then you've got this, the classic right on Hereford, left on Boylston, as they say, in the last half a mile. And it's just this, and because of all that tradition, it means that the city knows it so well. It's been, it's in, it's part of Boston's history. This marathon has been running for 123 years. So they bought the terrible bombings in 2013. It's, it's ingrained in the city. This yeah. marathon, they're so proud of it, so that it creates this just phenomenal sporting weekend. And on Monday, if you ask anyone in Boston, there's two things happening: the Sox are playing, and there's the Boston Marathon, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's that is the. It's it's almost like Christmas then for 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 the Boston guys, and you know, it's oh. not not a Christmas that sort of celebration. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's you on know, a bank holiday. It's on yeah. a Patriot's Day. It's on a, hol- a national holiday. So people are, everyone, you know, Heartbreak Hill is in the suburbs, and you're running out, and you've got all these lawns that go up to the road, and everyone's out on the road on their lawn having that's a barbecue. Cool. Like so you cool. know, the people don't even need to go anywhere to support it. They, most of them are just at home having a barbecue. It's <laughs> amazing. In the pissing rain at the the start of the race, though. So yeah, I, aye, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> That was a yeah. That wasn't so good. But um, anyway, I think that's. I mean, reflections-wise, that's guess yeah. where I'm at. It was just, it was brilliant, and I would. Uh, I I'll tell you what. I want to do it again. Yeah. Maybe well, not in the next two three years. When what's do you do you think? I mean, you've got an absolute. You've got a, you know a cracking point about the times. I mean, I I maybe I'm excuse me if I'm wrong, but. I don't think there's really ever fast times at Boston. When you look at the the you know the winners of of past yeah few years, it's always you know as a as a marathon major, it's, it's certainly one of the slower ones. It is, yeah. I think one year it was because it's point to point. One year it was really quick. The unofficial world records run there because there was a tailwind. But apart from that, there's never. It's I think it's generally a few minutes slower. Um, what it, I tell you what's interesting though, it always pulls a pretty good American field because the American elites are so proud to run it. The guy, the first guy home, Scott Fobble, he was 209.09 and he's a and he's Northern Arizona elite runner and yeah. there's been a lot of press about him because he ran, he was first American. You know, that's a really, that's a big deal for them. First American at Boston. And 209 shifting. You know, that's, uh, oh yeah. When you, you speak to Fraser's results back then, I mean, the, a lot of the big marathon majors were were being run in like two o seven, two o eight, and certainly getting a podium as as a two o nine. But yeah, you've now got the the Africans coming in and you know absolutely obliterating some of those times in, in two o two and to two o five. Yeah, so, yeah. But I know it's, it's, it's still, crazy. It was, it was still one in a two o seven. So it was, and then. I, the female result was a few minutes slower too. And here's one for you. So Ali Dixon, right, British uh, marathoner. Ali Dixon described the Boston Marathon last weekend as brutal. Oh, brutal. <laughs> she said it's the hardest race she's ever done. 
I, I Her mean, words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely listens to Dark London Shorts. She commented on our post, so she, I think she uh, she must have some <laughs> awareness of us. She must do. That's why she said it. She she want, she's winding us up. So it's, Ali, if you're listening, well done in Boston. It was, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I don't think it's the hardest race I've done. I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's a tough marathon. I think you can if you run it right, you can run well at it. But I think there's a lot more to go wrong and a lot more to think about because. A, the weather over there seems to be very uh, temperamental. You can either be freezing or or hot. It was humid in our case. It, the course is unforgiving. You can run it well, but you need to execute well. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those ones that it, it requires a bit more thought than just a flat marathon, which is part, again, another reason why I think it's fantastic. Because times are irrelevant and you're just going by experience and Absolutely, racing yeah. And- the raw racing which sometimes you forget about you know you leave your watch at home folks and just run and race and forget about time mm-hmm. that's that's what every runner should do who listens to this podcast forget about your time just race and enjoy and, and use effort as your your main um gauge for, for doing yeah. well and, and and then compare them both and see see what one do you know what yeah, you do well? At. Do you know what would be really interesting? And maybe I should have done this last week because that would have been a good opportunity. Race a marathon without a watch. Oh, I know. You, what are you wearing a watch for? You well, even I know, oh, I know. You're cheating. That's what it was. <laughs> so, Craig, oh god, who was the winner again? Colin, Colin Whitby. He's our tartan running shorts mm. uh, winner. There's so, a bit of a de- there's a bit of a de- debate online though. Someone else claims to have. Uh, I've, I've got the time. <laughs> I don't know where I'm, I was trying to look. Cut him in half. I, I don't know where it is. Did you not say one gets the gusset and one gets the the outer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the outer there. Yeah, just <laughs> cut it. Just cut it out. Well, you never know. If it was a complete tie, then we will. Um, we we can maybe uh, afford if, <laughs> yeah. to get two pairs. <laughs> yeah, sponsors pending. Yeah. So and and do you know actually what I'll, I can say now, having digested it all, but I was. Reading all the, seeing all the the, the, the predictions, that was quite, a, that was quite, it was a weird one because it, do you know what, it gave me goal creep because I'm sitting yeah. there going, all these people think I can go sub 240, aye, maybe I can go sub 240. <laughs> Fortunately, I realised in time for the big day that that wasn't going to happen. Um, I thought the 229 was rather optimistic uh, <laughs> and I can say that because I'm 100% sure the person doesn't listen if they call 229. Was the 229 Was it Jack Arnold? No, I think two. No, I don't. I don't think it was Jack. I'm sure Jack gave gave you a fairly uh, a, a, a fairly what do you call it? A, a delusional <laughs> <Aggressive>. time. <laughs> there was someone called 303, which I I hope was that I don't I hope they just thought I was going to enjoy 303 rather than I, they were predicting a blow up. I think that was a an April a late April Fool's joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, it was it was it was good. So as I said last week, well done to the. It's good to see a few TRS listeners out there. So. Finley Finley a couple of times. Um, did, you, did you see him after the race? Did you? Yeah, I did. Very, yeah, very briefly saw him after the race. Yeah. I hope um, you didn't give him a slap in his his uh, his, his, his running shorts next to his gusset. Did you? No, I didn't want to go anywhere near his gusset. Um, and then uh, yeah, saw saw a couple, so it was uh, it was good, very good stuff. And uh, so well, let's. Well, talk, let's talk about you actually. What about um? So you've been racing as well. You've had a bit of race action last week. Let's hear about that. Boston the sandwich, Mar- the, the Boston Marathon versus the Scotland Hill race. <laughs> quite compare. Although the Scotland Hill race is a, it's a great wee local race actually. But, um, but you know, I, I'm someone who, when it comes to racing, I love to race, even if I'm not fit. I just like to, 
to get out there and just I find I find racing helps with just doing sessions. You know, if you instead of doing a session, doing a a cheeky wee race, you know, and, and the, mm-hmm. the great thing about Scotty Hill Race was it was a Thursday night, Thursday That's evening. That's cool. It's great, you know, you're, you're working and then you're, you're all excited because you've got a wee race to do and uh, a wee local race. So yeah. I thought, oh, God, well, £2.50. Oh, bargain. £2.50 tenner race. How good is that? Absolutely that good. amazing. On, entry, on, entry on the night, I guess. Entry on the night. Despite nice. me being five minutes uh, over the the cutoff time, it was ten to ten to seven, I got there. Quarter to seven, the entry's closed, but I got the last, uh, the second last number. Okay. So I think there was. Uh, I didn't realise. I mean, there was. I didn't realise there was pre. I think it was there was pre-entry, and uh, I think there was already like eighty people signed up to the race. Oh, I mean, you can pre-enter, but you just put in your details. You don't have to pay. So it's it's a really good concept because it means. The organisers got a rough idea how many people are going to be turning up, and they can allocate the race numbers, uh, um, you know, straight away rather than on the day fumbling about, you know, in a, in a Thursday evening. So, um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, great, great value. Um, I, uh, but I, I, again, sorry to pause it. But one of the things about the the, the race, the Scotland Hill race, is they, they used to have it on a Saturday, and I think a year ago they had it on a Saturday during the day, and there was only thirty people who turned up. Um, so, in comparison to having it in the week, the weeknight, I think about 140 people turned up. So, uh, so yeah, real, oh, right. real, real good number for a Thursday night hill race. Uh, so I, I thought oh, I'll give it a bow, go for a good hard effort. Started off, felt a little bit sluggish going up the hill, um, but I was, you know, it's only a, it's a seven, just it's about an eight k race. Uh, Robbie Simpson's got the record, 31, 30 something. Um, so I was like, well, that's. I think that was the year I did, I ended up doing it. It was the Scottish <laughs> Hill Running Championship. Ah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, big race, and and Robbie went off into the distance, and I tried to follow him. In the second lap, instead of me going straight, instead of me taking a right turn, on on the second lap, uh, well, going on the first lap uh, to go into the second lap, I just proceeded to go straight ahead, and then mm-hmm. I got it was like a mile downhill. I was running. I thought, oh. Am I going the right way? Am I going the wrong way? I don't know. Uh, I can't see Robbie anymore, but maybe you know oh, it's no. Robbie Simpson. And and uh, and I was like, I got to this junction. I could see the marshal. I thought, oh, brilliant! There's a marshal. So I was like, ah, oh, fantastic. And then I turned right, and then as I was running right, I looked around, and all I could see were these kilt walkers everywhere. Oh <laughs> so no! Kilt walkers on. And I thought, oh no! <laughs> So I was like, "You're not, you're not marshalling the Scotland Hill race, are you?" What? <laughs> no, did you win the kilt? Did, did you win the kilt race? No, I didn't. I just turned back, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Wrong way!" I'm like, in my tartan running shorts. So probably that's probably why they thought it was. Uh, the guy, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I, I, that was a bit of a. So I ended up pulling out, and that well, not even pulling out, just DNF and DN, yeah, DNF, and so went the wrong way. And uh, anyway, so I got, I, I got, I went the right way this time. Uh, uh, what, I, what I must say is, and I've already said, apparently the Press and Journal's got a quote of me saying the Hamish sandwich, so I, <laughs> cut a long story short, I came second in this race, and um, the Hamish battle wasn't even the first Hamish. Now, I, I had a joke about that in the world's way, and although uh, albeit, yeah. uh, Hamish, Hamish <laughs> had a, a pretty good race, actually, and he was, uh, you know, there was seconds, 10 seconds between the, the top three, so it was a real... A real tussle from the start to the end. So I started off. I was, I think I was in the lead for the first climb, going up to the first uh, climb up to the top of the Scotty Hill. 
Uh, and then I went down. Uh, Hamish went past me. Uh, Which I Hamish? Up, Hamish Battle. Uh, there was another Hamish called Hamish Wolf. He's okay. from Edinburgh. Uh, I think Napier University he's at. So the second lap came, and then the, I was ahead again. And then Hamish Wolf started pulling pulling past me again in the last descent to the top of the, the climb. And then uh, he got a little bit of a lead from me. And then the downhill, the last downhill, was a fairly technical descent. Hamish Battle, a.k.a. Predator, uh, <laughs> went steaming past me. Yeah, he was a, he's a great downhill runner, and especially in the technical stuff. Um, so he pulled a fair gap, uh, opened up maybe five, ten, five seconds or so. Not not a huge amount, so it's not a big, it's not a big climb. Um, and then in the, the the kind of more runnable downhill section, I caught up with Hamish again, uh, and then I also caught up well Hamish two, two two of the Hamishes. So it was a three way battle for the last 400 metres and I'm breathing out my, my gusset you know I'm I'm, I'm, absolutely, <laughs> I'm absolutely goosed and uh, and I ended up yeah I think Hamish he, he, he's just getting back into it but he never battle. really had the uh, yeah battle this is getting really confusing to the listeners isn't it <laughs> Hamish battle kinda, he, 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 we pull away from him so it's me Hamish Wolf and myself and we're just going it was like the wacky races Tom like, we're just going back and forth, back and forth, and I was getting, oh, I was absolutely dying. And then 100 metres in, I thought, right, I'm going to make a surge. This is it. Boom. So I went, and I thought, I've got this. I've got this. And then he comes back to me after 50 metres, and then I pull away again. I, I've got him, right, I've definitely got him now. The finish line's 20 metres away. And then all, all, I, all I could hear was, was everyone at the, the finish line shouting, sprint, sprint. And I'm like, why is everyone saying that? I've got this. <laughs> and uh, he comes absolutely howling past me uh wolfie wolfie just howls past me (laughs) eyeballs out head down just giving it lardy and he 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 sticks his chest out and and gets a win and uh and by this point while he's doing that i'm retching you know when you're (laughs) yes and if listeners if you haven't retched in the last 100 meters of a race you have not worked hard enough you have you're make sure that your PB because that's where I got my 10k PB I retched at the end so you've got to get a PB and to run as hard as you can you have to be retching at the end folks so just bear that in mind when you say that you've run a hard race okay Um, so there you go so anyway I was absolutely gutted not to get the win because in my head I thought I've done this many times and I've always won the sprint not always but I was so confident that I had them I mean, I didn't slow down. I was still going for it, but yeah, I just, just even, even if I knew he was going to go past me, I just didn't, don't think I had that other gear. In fact, so I didn't. Is have that because he gear. is he a young spring chicken? Is that why he had the the gears? He's, he's a wolf. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was uh, yeah, just steaming past me. He's he's definitely a worker snapper, that's for sure. Um, but he's I think uh, it must be about if he's still at university. He must be in his early twenties. I mean, he's I've got a decade on him, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, good good on Hamish for Hamish Wolf for for getting the win, and uh, I think he's a cross country skier. I think that's his main sport. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not even getting beaten by I'm getting beaten by somebody who doesn't whose <laughs> main sport's a cross country skiing. <laughs> but oh, it's dear. time. I think the, the time he, he, we we all ran was one of the the fastest times that that's you know the Scotty Hill running the the Scotty course. So you know, no mean feet, no mean feet between us all to. To run the time we did, albeit two minutes uh, slower than Robbie Simpson's course record, but 
I'll take that. I'll take that. I, was, a, I really enjoyed the race for two pound fifty. We got some the win, the winning prize. It was just pick your own uh, wine or, or beer. So I, I I went for the four pack of Punk IPA from Brewdog. So that was that was awful fine. So anyway, Very that's nice. uh, that 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 recaps longer than your Boston Marathon recap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't have asked. You shouldn't have asked. I'm yeah, glad yeah. I asked. It's good to hear. It's a great advert for the Scully Hill race as well. So well, there's a few. I think I'm going to do the Press and Die Hill race. That's a couple a few of weeks. weeks. Time, Aye, that's it? another Thursday night one. Yeah. Do you fancy it? Well, me, Tommy versus K Babe. Sure, if I'm always I'm not, keen for that. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it'll be. Stop making think, excuses. Well, yeah. Well, no, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna say it'd be more in a showdown than a show off. To be honest, but I won't be sure I'll be doing much showing off. But yeah, that, I'm. I think I'm gonna give that a bash. That'll be it'll, good. It'll be like the equivalent of the Kipchoge versus Mo Farah. Maybe yeah. Oh. Been Mo Farah. I know, and we all know which way that's gonna go. <laughs> well, one one more win. I've got. I've got. I've got a bit of a twitch just now, but uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know if there's been all this uh, on Facebook. There's been a few random odd-looking costumes that have been appearing in my newsfeed, and I've just been yeah, tagging, no. tagging right. the shite out of Tom. I saw one today, which I deliberately didn't put in, I didn't comment on it or anything, because I thought, I can't really let it's Kyle see this. Yeah. It's Very. far too inappropriate, yeah. Um, I'm going to see if I can, if I can find it. <laughs> I will consider sh- showing it, because it is, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it can only be described, I can't find it. It can only be described as basically... It's a glorified condom, is what it is, as an outfit. Like, it's just a sheath. That's all it is. There's no way... And I, some, Anyway, someone I know comment on this, for someone else, oh, you should win it at a park run. I'm thinking, God, please don't let Kyle see this. You're not getting me that. <laughs> I, I, mate, I would want to see you in that. Oh, gee, I, I want to... I mean, I'm going to be a dad in July. I, I want to. I want to see my kid being born, Tom. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's. We can talk about London shortly. Actually, should we just talk about London now? I talk about it now. Let's. Yeah. We don't do things by the book at TRS. I'm, I'm really because sure. I'm really uh, I'm really excited. So I mean, if we start there from a just the top end, I mean, you've got I've got the, the start list here for the men's race ordered by. PB. So at the front you've got Kipchoge 201.39, Wilson Kipsang 203.13, Masonet Geremu 204 flat. Uh, then you go down. There's a few. You've got a lot of guys in the 204. You've got Mo down at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mo is the eighth fastest in the field at 205.11. Daniel Wanjiro 205.21. So a bunch of Kenyans above that. And then you've got if you come down you've got fastest Brit in the field Dewey Griffiths. Sorry, fastest. Well, Mo's the fastest Brit. Next fastest is Dewey Griffiths at two o nine forty nine. Hawkins at two ten seventeen. Uh, who else we got? It's interesting. Uh, Tisegai Tewaldi two twelve twenty three. Johnny Miller two twelve fifty seven. Then uh, heading back to the, I guess I say the bottom of the elite list. It's some list is our man Robbie Simpson two fifteen o four. So, I mean. Where to start? I think from the elite perspective, Kipchoge clearly heavy favourite two one thirty nine. He's a class above the field, but I just think if it turns into a foot race in the in the latter stages, I think Mo might fancy it. I must say though, why would Kipchoge? Why would with the time he's got? I mean, this PB's two minutes faster than anyone else's, including Kipsang's almost. Like, why would you turn it into a 
tactical race. If I was Kipchoge, I'd be bolting it. So if you were Kipchoge, you go out. What do you go out? Two or two flat. I'd be going out with two or two. So no that problems. that's if that happens. That's a jog for him. That so exactly. So if that happens, Mo Farah's got a big question to ask because I'm not sure he he can't. Surely he's not going to go out at two or two pace. Mind you, if he goes out at two or two pace, worst case he fades by three minutes in the second half and he PBs. I mean the other thing is Kipchoge. Oh, if he's not a hundred percent, he's God. God hope he he is a hundred percent. But uh, you know Kipchoge could go out by himself. And there might be a big group behind him who pull more more along, you know. And it, it just it just takes one one slight rusty nail to to slow Kipchoge down, you know. I think what's important to remember is Berlin was very much set up the last couple of years as a world record attempt, and it was paced as such. So the question is, and I don't know this; they haven't announced it yet. What the paces are going out at? Because if are if, they are the paces are they going to be paces again? Yeah. Uh, I'm almost 100% sure yeah, there are pacers. Yeah, usually is, I think. Yeah, the, usually, London, yeah, always has, unless they're yeah. moving. I can't see why they would. Um, it's interesting to see Wilson Kipsang in there. Did Mo not beat him at uh, the big half? I don't think Wilson... Yeah, Wilson, he, he ran like a 64-minute minute yeah. half. He was, so he's, or even so, a 65 at the big half. He was... I don't know what happened to him, if he was ill or if he just decided to, to run for the appearance fee. Who knows, but... Um, yeah, I was. A, I'm a little bit. If he is in that shape, if he is in a 64, 65 shape, why is he running? Yeah. I I think, but I think if Mo wins it, he wins it in two four. And what's Mo's two four low? Two five ten. Yeah, and what was only his? What was that? I mean, that was. Yeah, if you take out his that one he did years ago, the two oh eight. Okay, actually, you can't take it out. So if you keep that in, this will be his fourth marathon. And I, I don't know. I just think Kipchoge has... Kipchoge needs... Kipchoge is going to get slower at some point. I, I mean, sh- well, and this may not be the time. He may run even quicker this time. But I just think... I don't know. I tend to agree with you. He, why would he put himself out there if he if he thought he was vulnerable? But I think... Anyway, regardless, I think it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a bunch of guys, I guess, who we've never heard of who put themselves out there who probably come through... Um, on the if we talk about Brits then, so you've got Dewey Griffiths PB two o nine forty nine, Hawkins two ten seventeen, Tewaldi two twelve twenty three, Johnny Miller two twelve fifty seven, uh, Josh Griffiths two fourteen forty nine, and Robbie two fifteen. Who's your favourite for first Brit? Well, I've got to say, anything can happen in in London. Absolutely, like, in, anything can happen at. The, the Gold Coast and, and Robbie got a bronze now I'm looking at that list going there's some fast names in there now I'm sure Robbie and we were all looking at the list at the Commonwealth Games going there's some fast guys in there so I, yeah. you know, I, I, I mean I've got to obviously we you know Robbie's a mate and um, and and we, you know, he's, he's maybe we're a little bit biased here but Robbie's got the the guts the determination to run when conditions are tough, he's a racer. He's 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 more of a racer than some of these other guys are. Um, yeah. So my my money's on on Robbie to certainly get a get a top three in the the, the the podium. I mean, I'm not sure what shape Dewey Griffiths is in. Uh, I think he's getting it back into shape, mind you. I think he did he. he I'm sure he ran a, a fairly quick half recently. Uh, Callum Hawkins. I'm not again. I'm not not sure what shape Callum's in. So no. 
Uh, who else have we got? We've got Tewaldi. Has Tewaldi been running recently? I'm not sure. I don't think Tewaldi's in the I, shape that, I, he's, that he's put out of the list. I know these I, are just PBs, but I yeah, don't think yeah, he's in yeah. that shape. Yeah, so uh, these PBs, might they, they look good on paper. You look at, I mean, look at Wilson Kipsang. He's yeah. second in the list. Is he in two or three shape? That highly unlikely that he's he's not. Um, so I mean, when when you actually change the the the, the, the actual times that people are running, I think that list is completely, you know, the the the, the league table is completely out. Um, yeah. So my my top three for the for the guys for the GB guys is going to be um, Cam Hawkins, Robbie Simpson, and let's go for a wild card. Johnny Miller. That's not really a wild card, but <laughs> I, you know, I tend to agree with you, and I'm gonna. I reckon Hawkins. Actually, no, I'm gonna change up. I'm gonna say. It's a tough one. Hawkins is a difficult one to read because we've not. We, you know, we. Everyone's assuming he's. He says he's back in shape. I, you know, stick with the stick with the patriot patriotic stance. I'm gonna say Hawkins. Robbie Simpson, and then I think Dewey Griffiths is going to come be in there. I, I don't, yeah. Oh, and a shout out to Andy Davies, who is yeah. uh, the Welsh guy. He's in the, the GB team for the World Trailing Champs. So good nice. luck to, to Andy as well, running the marathon. Hopefully yeah, he does good. well. A good tune up to the race in Portugal in phew, just over five weeks' time. Right. So, do you want to, have you got the women's list in front of you? I do. Give me I'll one second. Lead off with that. So I'll just get the PDF out. So we have Vivian Chariot. She's ranked number one. Two eighteen PB. Mary Katani. PB two. Oh, that's weird. I thought they would rank up based on PB, but yeah, Chariot's, so Chariot's uh, got number one Viv. Is that based on? Past winner, maybe? Is she maybe, yeah, maybe defending champion? Maybe, yeah, I would imagine that would be why. Gladys Chirono, 218. So we've then got Brigid Koskai, 218 PB. Rosa De Reggie, 219 Ethiopia. Burhan De Baba, uh, we have Half Demish Tesfe, Tesfe, 220. Yoko Ando, Japanese lass, 221. Tadalech Bekele, 2.21. Lynette Masai, 2.23. Another Japanese lass. <laughs> <laughs> Mio Ikeyama, 2.24. Sinead Diver, Australian, uh, 2.25. Molly Huddles there, Sonia Samuels. Yeah. So Sonia's looking as to be the, the, the favourite in terms of ranked on, on the start list, 2.28. We have, and then we've got a, another a fairly long list of GB athletes after that. We have Charlotte Perdue, PB at 2.29, Lily Partridge, 2.29, Tracy Barlow, 2.30, uh, Tish Jones, Na- Natasha Cochran, Hayley Carouvers, and uh, yeah, that's that's it, really. Um, there's so, a, there's yeah. many, uh, again, we haven't got any Scots in the elite field, do we? It looks like we don't. No, I don't see that. Um, I don't see that. So, I mean, I... One thing uh, I would say, I would have thought Steph 12 might have ran London. So, I think, I think, I read someone, I think she's having a, because she ran, she ran in Valencia, that she's just running, 
sort of slightly shorter road season, so 10k and, and then that fantastic 10 miler we saw her run last weekend in the states. Um, so in fact, yeah, and she won the Brighton 10k, didn't she? So yeah, she's focusing, yeah, focusing she on, just... on those on the shorter stuff and focusing on doing really well at that. Um, on the on the result, the front of the field here, I don't know so much about the form. I read somewhere that um, uh, Bridget Koskai was in very good shape at the moment. Um, I mean, Vivian Chariot, Amira Kitani, you, you know, those two are they're you know real class. Of the field, Gladys Chirono. I mean, it's. I think you'll be looking at probably someone from those three there for the for the British women. Actually, staying on elite women, I tell you who I think is going to take, have a really good run and take a bit of chunk off her time will be Molly Huddle. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Molly Huddle go 2.22. Do you think? So Molly Huddle has only run New York and Boston in terms of marathons, and one of them was last year in the terrible weather in Boston. And I, th- I think she's got a better time to come. You look at her form over her, her over 10K and, and half, she's got a quicker time than that in her legs. So I, I think you might see... We might see Molly Huddle run really well, which I like. I'm, I'm a big fan of Molly Huddle. I think she's she's one of the best athletes on Instagram. <laughs> she's absolutely hilarious. So I, I I hope she has a good run. And uh, but on the Brits, I think I would my money would probably be on Charlotte Perdue. I thought that was a really good run she had at the big half when she came from behind to beat Steph Twell. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think. Tracy Barlow's in the shape, not Tracy Barlow, Sonia Samuel's in the shape that that sheet was, uh, shows. So I think it'll be, for me, a number, top three Brits will be Charlotte Perdue, Lily Partridge, and I think someone else will come through, like Natalie Cochran. Okay. Uh, I've got to say, I think Charlotte Perdue, Lily Partridge, actually, I think very similar to what you're going to say. Actually, you know what? Well, it's in the elite field, though, isn't it? Is there any GB girls who are running who aren't in the elite field? Yeah, but I'm not sure. I mean, that list goes back to 236, so you could have someone who's debuting. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, because, I mean, this it, it, it just takes one or two of those girls to have a bad race, and you're yeah. then mixing it up with some of the, the maybe the non-elite females here who are entered. Because it's yeah. a hard, it's a really difficult you know, kudos to to the guys, you know, the GB guys like Robbie. To, okay, Robbie is in another league and he certainly deserves to be in there. But, you know, it's it's, it's a difficult elite field to get into. Yeah, it some is. Of these, for, for some of these runners who've got perhaps maybe are just outside the time and things. But um, so, yeah, so I, I think it'll be interesting to, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I'll have to go with Charlotte Perdue. I think Sonia Samuels might get a medal, uh, top three G- GB, and uh, I'll go with Hayley Carivers. Very good. So good luck to all the NETRS listeners who, who are going to London. Let us know if you are. It'd be interesting to have some to track. We've got a few of our training mates locally are going down, all in good shape. We've got Chris Richardson hoping to smash out an egg, another negative split, and uh, Ben Runbeer, Ben Ward Runbeer as well going down, both in excellent shape. We've got Tom Roach, local runner, going down. Um, who else have we got locally? A big a big number. Dave Jameson's going down, I think. There's a, yeah, there's a big turnout. Actually, though, what we should talk about is the Sterling Marathon. Scottish champs this weekend as well. I forgot that was on the, that was even on our notes. I know. We just so, we bypassed that. Like. We have. So, oh, yeah, we've got a bloody Scottish championships this weekend, which is not on the radar anywhere. Now, unlike London, we can't. I can't find an elite list so I guess 
the, you've got to put your you've got to look towards Mikey Wright, defending champion. Defend, defend, defending champion. He hasn't got Kyle Gregg this year. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah, Michael's. I, I said this before. He's in great shape. Um, I don't I, like. You're right. I don't know who else is running. I do know Donny McDonald's running. No, Donny Mc mm. regular. Donny McDonald face. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think he's in good shape at the moment. He had a good uh, half marathon time. I think it was was it Inverness. Inverness. Half? I think Inverness. Yeah. Just, just, just slowly, uh, just slightly above seventy minutes for the half. So. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've, you know, I, I don't, again, I, I can't predict who else is running. I don't know who else is running. There's uh, a few other folk who are running. Um, a big a big shout out to, who else have we got? Have we got any of the females? Do you know any? Well, I know, I know Jen, Jen Wetton's running, so I imagine, uh, you know, we've seen Jen's got a strong marathon pedigree, so I would imagine she'll be a favourite for that. Anyone else? Not that I'm aware of for Sterling. No. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd love we'll, to we'll, do that. We'll talk next week. Yeah, me too. Maybe next year. Eh? Next year then. It's a date deal. How is that said? So, there's uh, someone I know who's doing it. Uh, just uh, Dave Wallace from Air. So he's he's running. So good luck to him. Uh, he's in good PB shape. So fingers crossed for Dave that cool. he good luck. He gets a good. He's a regular listener listener to the show. So fingers crossed he smashes his PB. Mm. Okay, so we are on to other some some other previews. So I think we're doing this back to front. We usually go results, interview, then preview. <laughs> no, yeah, we do. Interview, but like I say, let's mix it up a bit. Let, let's go crazy for <laughs> yeah. Monday night. <laughs> so yeah. race preview. So I did the Highland Fling last year, uh, and I really miss this race. It was a it's a fantastic race. It's fifty three miles uh, along the um, yeah along along the West Highland Way. Now, it's on a Saturday. It's I think hopefully the weather will be great. But if anyone, if anyone hasn't ran along the the Highland Way, then do one of the three ultra races. There's the West Highland Way race. There's the Highland Fling, and there's the Devils. Um, God, what's it called again? Devil of the Highlands. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, the Highland the Highland Fling is God. What is it? Yeah, I'm just trying to find the preview. So I don't really have a preview. I've just looked at the entries and uh, guessed some of the some of the contenders for that. So unfortunately, I'll be giving away my my Scottish Championship title. So I'm no longer going to be a a Scottish champion. Oh dear. So that's 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 upsetting. So I've got another couple of days to celebrate celebrate that. But anyway. So I think for the male ones, I guess it's really difficult to to pull people out. Um, so there's about 800 people doing it, so difficult to know. But what one one notable name that came out was remember I did the the Tarawira. Well, why would you not remember Tom? The of Tarawira, course I remember. Yeah, uh, New Zealand. 100. So I, I did notice Sam McCutcheon, the guy who came third. He he's running. He lives okay. in he lives in Scotland now. He's he I think he runs for Edinburgh, um, but he's he's running. So I've I, I mean he's he's a, Tara Weir is very similar to the you know it's not similar profile it's a similar type of of um, elevation profile. So my my money is probably on on Sam for for winning. 
Uh, but apologies, there might be some of the names that I haven't I haven't picked up. I do I do see as a Donald Campbell, but I don't know if that's Donny Campbell, who who's a salmon uh, Scottish salmon ultra runner, who's awful good. Um, but anyway, there's a couple of a, a guy called Michael Jones from from England, uh, who's who's quite quick. We've got Will Stewart running. Big Will Stewart's running as well. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's coming back. He's, I'm sure he'll be running pretty well. Uh, and yeah, other than that, I don't know if there's it. Oh, Jim Mann. Remember Jim Mann who did the UTMB? He was he came oh, yeah. fifteenth. So he, I see his names there too. Um, any any other Metro guys doing it? Not that I'm aware of. I'm looking. I'm just looking through the list, looking at teams. There's a guy who's got his team down as uh, Team Sky. Team Sky. Yeah. What a ridiculous thing to put as your team name in an injury thing. Maybe for he's, a run maybe at an he's ultra from race. Sky though. Maybe he's got a, a team in Sky. I don't know. Team. There's team no Abbey. E on it. Okay. It's SKY. Ah. Okay. Maybe. Uh Dwayne Bat from Metro Aberdeen's running. Of course. Yeah. Dwayne. Dwayne's. Make sure. Dwayne gets to the start line this time. Yes. Uh, there's a couple... I've seen a couple of guys from the Team Pylon. You've got... Uh, I know that's a reasonable running outlet uh, for ultra guys. Kevin Banks, Graham Connolly, Mark Hutchinson. Uh, I don't know what sort, of, what sort of runners they are. So anyway, it will be interesting next week to, to talk about that and, and go back through it. Um, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Janetta. I recognise his name, actually. Marco Consani is also running, so he, I'm sure he'll be okay. well up too. Uh, yeah. I thought John Conley might have been running, so he was second last year, but uh, I, can't, okay. I can't see his, his name there. Um, in terms of the, the females, there's two two notable names that I can see. We've got uh, Sophie Mullins, who, who is the, the queer British 100km roadrunning champion. So she's running it, so her recovery was obviously quicker than my recovery. Uh, well, let's hope. Let's hope it's been quicker for her. Uh, so good to see her running on on Saturday, and also Beth Pascal, who's a, another uh, fantastic um, runner too. Oh, actually, there's a guy called Thomas Eriksson who might actually be a Norwegian runner. Who's? But I don't know if he's. I don't know if that's him or not. But if it is him, then he's he's definitely going to be another clear favourite for the for the win too so but anyway I don't know if it is him he hasn't told me he's running so he would have probably messaged me but anyway that's uh, that's my little preview for the, the Highland Fling uh, apologies if I missed any of the notable names out there but it's, it's, uh, my little eyes can't can't cope with 800 names <laughs> in one little screen so I've tried my best you've done a great job so anyway I mean it is a big weekend of racing coming up We've obviously we talked about Balmoral with Fraser last weekend, so next week jam packed to, to catch up on all these with all these results. Um, oh, we'll need a bump episode for that. Jeez, we will. And so, but in terms of results, just we're now going back to front of the show. But if we go back to results from last weekend. We actually did have a national championship last weekend, which was probably the only race of note all weekend. It was the Scottish National Ten Thousand Championship, so ten k on the track as part of the the GAA Myler Meet Night of 10Ks and that was actually uh, that was defended successfully by both winners the, so Lachlan Oates defended the title for the uh, in the men's race and Fanula Ross defended her title in the women's race so it looked to be quite a tight affair um, initially Adam Craig was pacing the 10K 
I would have so thought I would have thought he would have been racing it. I would have thought that too. I assumed he might have just. I mean, you would think he would. He's obviously got different plans, but so he paced it, and actually it was a quick one. Lacanotes won it in twenty nine forty. That's fairly shifting. That's a, a PB for Lachlan as well. Uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, going by his 10-mile time he ran, uh, it's definitely, and it's obviously his, his result, his recent results in uh, the cross-country and things, it's it's no surprise, really, to see him running a 29-minute 10,000. So, yeah, yeah good, good run. I, want, I, I would be interested to know how uh, how far Adam took it then. I don't know actually. I mean, it looks to be they're still bunched up in the photo that I've seen. So, knowing that James Donald Dundee Hawks, well done, James, he was second in thirty fourteen. So about what's that, thirty five seconds back. So either Lachlan turned the afterburners on late on, or it did break up during the race and Adam didn't take them all the way through. Um, and then third place, Ryan Thompson, Campus Lang, thirty nineteen. He's a he's a guy we've talked about before. So good to see James and Ryan on the podium there it actually looks to be a really quick night when I look at the the heats because there was the three heats and it's PB galore in the on the power of 10 oh yeah PB's everywhere yeah. and you've got some other notable runs Mike Christofferu a good run there 30-37 Stuart Gibson I mean Stuart Gibson's a V35 30-49 Lewis Rogers 30-53 Dougie Selman 30-53 Fraser um, Stewart to- I've uh... That's a, a big result for him as well. And looking yeah, at his, uh, he's had a, a great 2019 so far. Right? Uh, you know, looking at his previous times last year, 15:25 for the five, 31:20 uh, for the 10k, 70:20. So to run a 30:50 sub 31 uh, plus a 14:48 at Arma, Arma, I think it is Arma, Arma, Arma. Yeah. So yeah, good good result for for Fraser Stewart there. So in the women's race, uh, yeah, as we said, it was uh, Funola Ross for the win. Uh, and in second place, Elspeth Curran. And a third place, Avril Mason. So if I just bring up the results of that. Funola was running in heat two. It's not so straightforward to pull out the results because it's all heated. But um, yeah, Funola was in heat two. She ran, or race two, sorry. She ran 33.50. In second place, Elspeth also in uh, in the second race, thirty four forty seven. So that's a really that's a, a a strong run from Fanula. I would have thought I would have thought Elspeth would have gone quicker than that. To be honest, uh, would be my guess, thirty four forty seven. I would have thought she, based on her a really good ten miler, I yeah. think she might have gone quicker than that. Anyway, and in third place was um, Shettleston's Avril Mason, who followed up her bronze at the ten miler with bronze here, and I actually can't see her. Time. Sorry, thirty-five or seven. She was in the third race. So, well done, guys. A big shout out to the V, the first vet uh, fifty or first vet forty was Stuart Johnson, thirty-two fifty-six. Uh, the f- first V fifty was um, Scott McDonald in thirty-three forty-five. So yeah, that's a PB apparently. Looking at so getting PBs at the age of fifty odd is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then for the female vet, we had try to look. Now. I can't really see anything. Do you see any? Maybe? I don't know even if there's a vet. Is a vet? So well, Av- Avril Mason is a vet. So Avril would have been first vet in thirty-five or seven, and then V fifty. I don't see any V fifty women. Running. That's okay. Well, that's a great result for forty. You know, v forty anyway. Thirty-five yeah. for that age. It's brilliant. Well done. 
Absolutely. Excellent. Okay, so that rounds up the the results. Ten thousand. Yeah, that's it. Actually, there was one more. There was the Came Hill race, which I've managed to. I think I've got the results here. That was won by Westerland's Neil McAllenden. McAllenden, that's probably right. Neil McAllenden in 2845. Second was Gregor Stewart. Westerland's again, 2923. And completing a clean sweep for the Westerland's was Harrison Stubbs in 2943. The On the women. The first female was Ruth Crew, also Westerlands, 3418. Uh, second was also Westerlands, Saki Nakamura in 3705. And in third place was Alexandra Berry, also of Westerlands. <laughs> so a full house from the Westerlands. Surprisingly enough, there's, there's a lot of non-Westerlands in the results. It just seems that they've obviously dominated what I think may be a home race for them. They might know the route better than everyone else. Aye, possibly. I've been to a couple of hill races where you, you've got to make your own way up, and all the, only the locals know. To win the race, you've got to follow the locals. Is there a wee hint for you when you start your, your hill racing, Tom? Press and die hill race. Follow a local. Right, okay. Noted. Right, so, what else have we got then? Where are we? We've sp- spoke about results. We spoke about upcoming races, and uh, we've also well, let's let's speak about other events. So we've made a, an executive decision. So this is a, a note for the diary, everyone. The tartan run. So we we haven't really re- told told anyone about this. This is episode. No, this is episode number fifty-two, folks. Which means so, we've been cracking on, rambling away for fifty-two, fifty-two absolutely. times. In a year. So, ne- so next week we will be a year old. Exactly. Now, if if Tom if Tommy said to me we'll be podcasting every Monday or every week for the next fifty two weeks, so I told him to poke it. I'm not having this. It's, I, I would not believe it. I don't want to speak to Tom every week for an hour and I, a half each time. And you know, I I honestly don't think we would have. I thought it would have fallen on its arse before now. I know. So yeah. But, so. Thank you so much, everyone, for... I'm getting a little tear in my eye. You can't see it, but uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see the numbers just shoot up the last couple of months to around a thousand, a thousand listens a week. Yeah, cons- consistently above a thousand. And uh, yeah, it's cool. I honestly thought we would find that after three months, nobody cares. We're just I... sitting there with our mum and our dad listening, and that's about it. <laughs> I've just got cramp in my hand these days. You know, that thousand <laughs> refreshing refreshes of of, uh, of listens. It's uh, but it's clearly not that. So yeah, I don't know what what it is that people find find interesting about tartan running shorts, but uh, yeah, keep listening, everyone. And and again, we keep we keep saying this. Please review us uh, on iTunes or. Uh, like us on our Facebook page because the more the more we can spread the word, the the better quality we can make the podcast and um, and hopefully invest in uh, better equipment, um, you know, better prizes, and uh, ultimately uh, and, and even even better interviewees. I say better, other top uh, top interviewees on the show as well. So absolutely, um, yeah. So thanks so much, everyone. So anyway. Without further ado, we're pleased to announce the Tartan Running Shorts birthday party. We are. We're very excited about it. So we're we're 
on Friday the 17th of May, we are going to be hosting, for any listeners who would like to join us, uh, a beer mile and a ginger mile, which uh, will be held at venue TBC in Aberdeen, uh, followed by some drinks and food afterwards. Now, the reason we're saying the venue's TBC is we, we don't want to make it public, but uh, in turn, if you if you are interested, the, the platform we're going to use is, is what, Tom? The platform we're going to use is well, we will if you we will put up a post about it this week on Facebook, and if you comment on on that saying you would like to hear more information, we will uh, we will let you know privately. We may set up a Facebook event page. That might be a better way to do it. But anyway, it will be it will be Friday night, Friday night lights. Uh, so Friday, seventeenth of May in Aberdeen, um, we'll we'll be kicking off about eight o'clock for a, a mile, and then some celebrations afterwards. So if you're in the northeast or you fancy coming up to the northeast to join us please do there'll be details coming out soon you can join us for a beer on us and uh and a bit of uh, a bit of running chat it's going to be epic it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be off the hook is what it's going to be <laughs> it is, isn't it? Well, i'm looking forward to it now uh, i i also I, f- I forgot to mention in terms of um you know all these kind of celebrations of of running you know you know what else was on this weekend what the Isle of Man Easter Festival of Running? Oh, that? that's a classic. That yeah. is a classic. Yeah. I feel so, I'm too old to go to the Isle of Man Easter Festival now, well, but I would, it was those are some good memories there. Well, a good listener at the show, Matt, Matthew Daly was uh, was there, so he's not too old and he's, no, he's certainly not. young enough to be there. But I, I don't know what would happen if Big Tommy and K Babe turned up. They would be like, we wouldn't survive, mate. Oh no, I mean. Basically, anyone who doesn't know what the Easter Festival running is, it's uh, you, you turn up, you know, almost puking all over the place after the ferry trip on the Friday afternoon. It, every te- every year I've gone, there's always been rough seas, and then you've got a 10k yeah. on yeah. Good Friday to run, and you're just you're white, you, you know, you're, you're white as a sheep, you know. I don't even know if that's a saying, but white as white a, is a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> A ghost. I need to start writing down some of these. These are just genius, <laughs> absolutely genius. Oh God! White oh. Is, yeah, so you're white as a sheep when you white. arrive. <laughs> You've got you then run as slow as a sheep over 10k. <laughs> then you do a hill race amongst the sheep on the other side of the island. And that's on the Saturday. Uh, yeah. So you, 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 your base is Douglas, and then you go to uh, Peel, and you do the yeah. Peel hill race in the afternoon. And then, once you finish the hill race in your teams, in fact, everyone at the same time, you you have the choice to to get the bus back to Douglas. It's about yeah. twelve Boo. miles exactly. Yeah. Do you know who was there the year I was I was doing it? Ron Hill. Ron oh, Hill was he, there. He, yeah. Fair legend. He he. You can take you can, t- you can take the bus. He, he had a he had a pint and he took the bus afterwards, but he did yeah, have a enough. pint. Good, nice, good on good Ron, Ron Hill for that. That was about eight years, ten years ago now. But anyway, so, the, so yeah. you, you you run from Peel to Douglas, but you, you you every pub that you stop in every pub along the way, um, in each of the villages. And I think the year I did it, there was about twelve pubs. But I think nowadays half the pubs have closed. There's like six or seven pubs. <laughs> but <laughs> I think what everyone does is you just have like a pint each uh, each pub. And some, some of the crazy crazy bastards out there had two pints in a shop. <laughs> one of the guys got stuck in a lift. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I know him actually. Yeah. I know well, him. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, I say a mate, a mate from uni. I'm, I don't keep a huge amount of touch with him, but yeah, get, that's it. It did get stuck in any lift. He got stuck in the catering lift. I the dumb waiter. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, was, it was brutal what happened. Well, not, he was yeah, okay, but... Yeah, uh, get cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, he was, I think he was okay. <laughs> Comedy. <but. laughs> you know what we should do? We should, uh, we should... I say this is one of these many things that I say, oh, we should do this. A tartan running shorts outing to Easter next year. That would be epic. Oh, would that be, would be absolutely epic. I must would say, that, though, I, there's, there's a few veterans who do go along. You know, some of these, uh, these alumni and these old boys who probably... Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you call it? I not dirty bastards, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you're looking for. It's perverts, yeah, perverts. Perverts. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Uh, are you Are you over forty? And do you go tell a man? If you are, Kyle thinks you're a pervert <laughs> and a dirty bastard. I'm, but I, I would say, you know, someone who's who, who always. I don't know if he still does, but uh, Rob Thomas. That's yes. where I met Rob Thomas. And he, obviously, he's not, but uh, but he, he went along with the HBT boys, and uh, I think they, they sometimes legend uh, held a team. So apologies, HBT for uh, <laughs> the, the perverts of HBT. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. The thing is, you'd have to get you'd have to get a pass, mate. That the Easter festival is no place for children. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, maybe when he he or she's a little bit older, we'll 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 take we'll take the wheat one over and uh, we'll we'll celebrate it. So anyway, we haven't even finished with it. So you do your hill race, you then run uh, amongst all the pubs, and on the Sunday you do the five k for the women, and uh, or it's a five k really for the guys. Yeah. Uh, and then later on in the evening, you then you, that's the this the the closing <laughs> ceremony, I suppose. The, yeah. Then then the end of the weekend party and it's a boat race. It's a great boat race. Uh, it's like it's like it's like the World Cup. I mean, you, there's four rounds. Oh, we got. I remember when. So seriously, isn't it? The guy's got, like he doesn't oh. take any shit. The boy, you know, I don't know if it's the same guy, but he's so serious. It's so serious. I remember when I was at the Harrys, we got to the semis, and we bear in mind that was the third battle we'd faced, and we're up against Alehouse, which is a sort of alumni of Manchester, and they, to be fair, they can drink those boys. <laughs> and I'm, I was just thinking, Jesus, this is the third <laughs> boat, third pint of us down in about. 25 minutes <laughs> it's it is actually it's, oh it's it's all like it's crazy the amount of i mean again i'm not this is a running podcast you know it's not a drinking podcast but it's it's a good it's good fun you know it's not it's, for, part it's, not, of it's not everyone's cup of tea um but you know it's it was certainly part of uh uh tom and i's uh running drinking life eh but joking aside, you know, you get it's it's a classic. A lot of universities go there, and the 10k is competitive. Well, the, you know, that, the, the field, first race of the weekend is really competitive. Quick times being laid down. Oh, the fields, the fields stacked. I mean, you only have to say Ron Hill, and he was there when I was there. So okay, he was 70 odd, but Ron, <laughs> yeah, but he's he's done it. He's he's done the race. He you has, know, yeah. Look at the names. Uh, I think this year the the winning time is low 30s, 30.05 or something, and there's been a few sub 30s in the the race and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a stacked it's you know it's a stacked field from the from the guys to the girls and um and and it definitely it's it's a, I think it's a great race I think it's a positive race it's one of those races that's been going on for maybe not quite to the extent of Boston but um but it has it's stacked with some history too you know so um absolutely so yeah so anyway that's that's a lot a bit sidetracked into the Isle of Man but it's certainly but then, certainly relevant yeah. anyway. Absolutely. So yeah, May the seventeenth, TRS birthday. If you want to get involved with any, with a mile or just a drink, let us know. We'll you'll keep your eyes peeled on Facebook, and uh, or if you're not on Facebook, drop us an email. And we can get we can send you 
information on that. Exciting times. So, running rants. Tom, you've yes. been, you've been you've been itching to say this one. So I have fire away, Tom. This is Tom's so, own Tom's rant of the Tom Tom's only Tom's rant. He's got he's been. Oh, you must be saving this for a, a good week now. Eh? So the get, off, the get off your chest. So my rant is to do with queuing at the expo for a major race. Now you know Brits love to queue. Okay, I'm so I'm well versed in queuing. But when I'm queuing to... There's two things that piss me off at the, at the expo. I'm queuing to get in. And I'm queuing to get in because there's a huge number of people. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people getting in who are not even running. Now, I don't want to queue to get into an expo because there's a bunch of people who just want to go in and buy kit who are not even running. And also, there should be like a fast track queue for actual race people who are running. Like there's secure, like airport security to get in there. Now, I get... I can imagine the security boss must be incredibly tight and there's good reason for that but why make runners queue to get into the bloody expo queue to register because other people are going who are not even running it's a running festival secondly queuing to buy stuff right the queue so we're the the, the expo it's a feeding frenzy people are pulling kit off the shelves left right and center anything that says boston you could have a boston mankini bang <laughs> it's selling people just want to have anything and everything with the boston marathon written on it so they're selling things are people are wrestling over the last medium on the shelf right anyway so we bought it Where's the, I'm like, where the hell's the queue for this thing? The queue, a completely disorganised queue, snaking its way like a river through the through the the, the, the clothing bit. So finally, we finally got to the end of the queue, and the guy's racing down, like trying to put barriers down the side of the queue to make the queue go. And it's one of those, you know, you get in a queue and you can see the tills. You think, oh, I'm just queuing to there, but you get to the next till, and then you realise, no, it snakes into a different room, <laughs> oh, no. and then goes right round this other room. Then it goes into a different area and around there. Like, it was bonkers. I, honestly, you prep for a marathon. I should have prepped for the queue. I was like, oh, I'll just get in the queue. A, I'm starving. So I'm, I was should have had fuel for me. Bursting for a pee. I honestly thought I was going to wet myself. And I was like, I can't, I can't quit now. I'm so close to, this, to the end of this queue. Can you, can you piss yourself in a queue? I'm sure I could, but I'm you sure can, I would be can, chucked can, out. Can, can you run? Can you piss yourself running? If, uh, running, I'm not. I think if I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Anyway, that's running, the question. It was a comparison. So I think the, but the, I should have had fuel. I should have thought more about my queue strategy, how I was going to pace the queue. I you know, I should have you, thought more about how I was going to fuel for the queue. Marathon prep needed for marathon queue. Exactly. I should have had. I should have been better prepared for this damn queue. Um, and what's anyway? I'm sitting next to fuel in the queue, ranting and bitching and moaning, going, "This is bloody queue! This is ridiculous!" Also, people are in the queue buying kit who are not even running, as I said last week, which is I'm like, "What? It's getting my way." They, I cannot imagine how much money they make at this thing. The guy, we were chatting to a guy who was saying that there's people are spending four or five hundred dollars a pop in that queue, just that's and that's just crazy. the that's just at the Adidas section. There's every other vendor's in there, and it was absolutely monstrous and my i guess the crux of my run is is the is this sort of merchandising okay i'm completely hypocritical because i bought some stuff <laughs> there so i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm part of the pro i'm i'm part that, of the problem that guy behind looking at the queue going these bastards in front of me you'd be saying the same thing now what but did you, you buy then did you just buy a pair of socks no i bought a jacket did you have you not already got a jacket though? Surely you would know how big this queue is 
Anyway, so you should have. It was bigger this year. It was bigger than before. Was it maybe the timings that maybe you you went at the wrong time? What time did you go? Uh, we so we went on Saturday morning. Saturday morning, which is yeah, may well have been a, which may have been a rookie mistake. Sorry, Friday morning. Friday morning. I would have thought so, early first thing in the morning would have been. Uh, yeah, okay. I would have thought so, but it was it was crazy, absolutely crazy. But you know what was the worst thing about it was the queue when the queue snaked all the way into a different room and away from it. It came past the twenty six point two stand. So like it's weaving through different parts of the expo. So you, it's like a sightseeing tour of the expo, but being in the queue. And like we were in the queue for about forty-five minutes. Well, I've got honestly, a question, right? There's two of you. Why did one of you not do like a, a tag team? Like, right, Fiona, you go and do a wee, a wee look around the the expo, right? So Fiona's yeah, that's back. it. Tommy, go and do a wee look, see what you want. And, but uh, I wasn't really. The, the queue. That's not a bad idea. I just well, didn't expect yeah. it to be that long, to be honest. It's well, poor prep. Poor but prep. do you know what? This, the queue snaked past the beer stand. 26.2, right? Whoa, what, it, what, was it, that? <laughs> what was that, Debbie? Well, that's like Tom, when we never got any Chicago merchandise. We ran out. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, actually, yeah, she's got a good point. Stuff from uh, another <laughs> 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 the Chicago Marathon. We, we were, like, completely, we thought, ah, there'll be plenty of gear left after the marathon. We get there, nothing left. So we got, like, I think we went to the Primark and Got Chicago, <laughs> Chicago T-shirt. <laughs> but we were, we. I it mean, like 20, I, yeah. 28, It was like 2017's uh, version. So yeah, we we were, yeah, we we, we kind of wish that we 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 queued early enough before the race, not afterwards. So we, I, I mean, I, I say I am part of the problem. I bought some stuff, but what's hilarious is the queue. A the queue. I was a bit gutted. The queue goes past the beer stand, so you're within striking distance of a pint, and you can't reach it. And you're also the queue is all barred off and the security in the queue. Um, and then secondly, there's a bit where the queue goes past this like little area, and there's people who have just had enough. They're just lying down, <laughs> just passed out on the on the side. Oh, and uh, oh. honestly, but it was like I've never seen anything. Even London, I've never seen anything like that in terms of queuing. And I think it's as I said, okay, it's Boston. I, I, you know, we all everyone wants to have a bit of. You know, it's like you want to rock up to your club training with your Boston Marathon T-shirt, like oh yeah. Boom! Here we go. It's. Uh, <laughs> I I just think that it's. Look, but also, I don't know. I don't. I actually have no solution to this because we all want. Everyone wants a bit of merch. You just queue at the right time, and you know, can you not look at your Google, your Google Maps, not your Google Maps, but you know your, your when you check in, it'll tell you how many people are there, and you can I don't know, work out how busy you it could... is. It's not like a live cam, a live feed that you can. You can have a wee sneak peek. See, you're, these you're are all great, going. great ideas that well, I obviously haven't thought of. Write them down in a note, or send TRS podcast over to Boston Marathon organisers, and we'll sort them out. Get them tell. Another thing, I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to mention it again because I was astounded by it. I've all, you and I have said this before, and someone ranted about this before. People who wear race T-shirts during the race. Now at the Boston Marathon, a the number of people who are wearing race kit in the days leading up to it, and also racing in it. I saw people wearing. Like the you can buy a Boston Marathon vest at the the expo, and they're wearing it at the race, or or like the official you get as a as a you when you're when you get your number you get the official T-shirt they give it to you at the start and it's a or the expo it's a long sleeve yellow it's really cool it's a classic Boston Marathon top people are racing in that it was it was really warm and there's a guy I was seeing these guys in that a you're gonna jinx it and b you know do you not have a club vest or or, or a regular race vest yeah anywhere? you'd want to be a bit individual wouldn't you you know you'd want yeah. to to wear something that's 
you know, describes you as a runner. You know, even if it's got your name on your T-shirt and oh, you've got crazy. your headphones in, then that's that's absolutely fine. But um, so what? <laughs> exactly, I've, yeah. I've got a rant then. I've got a rant. It's not really a rant. I don't know what it is. In fact, it's not even my rant, Tom. Debbie, what? do you want to tell Tom your rant? What one was it? I've got loads. Debbie's got loads of rants. Now, since she's just uh, butted in her show, uh, yeah, unannounced. Yeah, women's from today, though. Well, she's got rants from someone, but it's a running podcast. Do you want to tell us about, is it not about the positivity? It's not really a rant, though, is it? It's, uh, it's more of a, a comparison. Oh, it's an anti-climax. You go to America and it's like, you got this! I love you, Boston Strong! And then you come home and it's like, oh, I feel like crap today. Oh, I don't know. The weather's really bad. I'm going to run really shit. That's my run. <laughs> that's her run. Okay, that's I think it's a, I think it's a good run. You got a free entry to Balmoral and you only came second. <laughs> Ooh. Debbie didn't get a, a, an entry to Balmoral. Um, Even though but, I won but, it. She ran it last year. I didn't win it, but I got a free But maybe... Before, yeah, I, I simply know she's pregnant. Well, yeah, Fraser knows she's pregnant. She's not doing it. She can't. She can't run just now, so she get. So yeah, it's uh, the positivity. Anyway. But the positivity right is spot on. I, I just you, you said that after Chicago, and I think the same after Boston. That the positive vibes are amazing. There's a although you do get a lot of people. There were still a couple of. Actually, when I say that, there was Brits who I was speaking to who were like playing themselves down before the race. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but, uh, justifying yeah, well, justifying why they're not going to run well spot, spot the Brits <laughs> exactly <laughs> in their, yeah. pretending to be an American accent nah, no, no, yeah. we know we know you're not a, 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 an American but no I, like I said this when I did Chicago I, I you know that's one of the reasons why I, I asked you what, what's the main thing that that you know what's the one thing that attracts you to Boston Marathon it's for me it seems that it's the celebration the positivity and all the good things that all runners should strive to, and um, and okay, we all we all negative. I mean, I'm always negative. I'm always moaning about my hip and all these other bits and bobs, and the, you know, not winning that race and being in a Hamish sandwich and whatnot. But hey, it's uh, but you know, I, I still think there's always... a Hamish sandwich sounds like a teenage girl's dream. Oh, what? Wow, well, it, it, it was it, it, it was what it was. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, but yeah, I, mean, I think when I said that to 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 the, the the little Hamish, you know, the the one who's only like nineteen, I think you got a bit scared. You know, this old man's saying that he's in a Hamish sandwich. <laughs> I think Hamish battle was so a little bit. He kind of raised his eyebrows a wee bit too, so yeah. But Hamish, I know he can, he can, uh, he can take it. But I don't know about the other guy. I didn't read him as well as Hamish Battle, so okay. anyway. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that, that's my wee. It's not really a a rant. It's just uh, an observation from from maybe from Debbie in a way, I suppose. Very good. Right. Anyway, so that I think that's uh, that pretty much rounds my rant up. I think, as I say, it was a it, it was equally ranting and observa- observe observing. Um, yeah. But there's a tip for listeners: if you do the Boston Marathon, get your cue prep sorted out. Get oh, your right. pacing yeah. sorted, your fueling, your toilet strategy. Get it all get ready. Get all sorted. One one thing then, rant wise, uh, we're running low on rants again, folks. I'm having to ask Debbie for rants. Uh, that's because so. you keep reading out. You keep reading out about three a week. Exactly. You need to ra- yeah. You need to ration them. Yeah. Well, 
I've got to say, Fraser wanted to read out all the rants. <laughs> yes, I heard that. Like, I was sitting there listening to it. Like, Fraser, read it in, mate. I was like, Fraser, we're running out of time. Let's just do one or two rants. No, no, let's just do them all. Oh, no, we've got no rants next week. Fraser, Fraser Klein, if you're listening, you owe us a rant. You've <laughs> yeah. read out all our rants. You owe us a rant. Yeah, so come on, listeners. Get some rants and don't be shy. If you don't want to be... If, if if you don't want to say, we won't read out your name if you tell us not to, but make sure that you say it at the start of your rant. Please <laughs> yeah. do not read out my name. Not at the end of the rant, at the start of the rant. Yeah, you need to realise Kyle doesn't pre-read these. <laughs> yeah. He will read them from the top as it's written. Uh, and I, I don't even read them right either. You know, I think last <laughs> last week the, I started reading a rant which wasn't even related to the rant I was talking about. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did hear oh, that. That was God. pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, so other than that, I think uh, I think we're there. I think we're we're we ready are. to rock and roll. Fiona must be coming back from yoga, and we've got oh, she's Game back, of Thrones yeah. to watch. And uh, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's exciting times in, in the the the, Afford, the TRS headquarters in Afford. Mm. Um, so, as always, in terms of like I mentioned at the start, please, please. Um, get in touch with us um, certainly get in touch with us and when we send the post out to come along to the Tartan Running Shorts birthday party uh, ginger ginger beer mile stroke forward slash beer mile um, and the buffet afterwards so yeah our contact is email tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com we have a twitter handle at Tartan Shorts and facebook again like us on facebook at Tartan, at Tartan Running Shorts website as well www.tartanrunningshorts.com and most of all make sure that you subscribe uh, to Tartan Running Shorts so that you means you get an instant download and you, you, you get you, you're one of the first to the first to hear about all things TRS have you got anything to add Tom? No I don't please as, as you say get in touch just we're looking for rants and we're looking for this we're, we're keen to see some listeners and, and celebrate being a year old absolutely so, what's what's your what's your agenda then? One thing before we, we, we head off. What have you got on for the rest of the week, Tom? So, this week, what an exciting week. I'm, uh, well, we've got a wedding down in uh, Harrogate this weekend, so we're going down to that. We're going to swing past Edinburgh and see a mate of mine and go and see Avengers Endgame. Oh, wow, okay, that's uh, that, that'd be exciting. I wouldn't it mind will be exciting. That. I was yeah, it's ask a... you on a date. Debbie will well, I mean, want to watch out. Well, so. well, if it's good, I'll see it again with you. So that's uh, yeah. So and also try and get back into some running. More importantly, so I feel quite good actually this week. I went for a run today. I feel quite good having had a week. I think because I didn't really go to the well and the marathon so much. So yeah, looking forward to getting some more training under the belt. And you're looking and to do Baker Hughes 10k in a couple of weeks. Yeah, a week on Sunday that is Baker Hughes. So I'll do Baker Hughes 10k and then I will. Uh, yeah, say press and dies on the radar, and and yeah, I need to think. About, I need to firm up us an autumn marathon. I'm still not sure what I'm doing there yet. I'm not sure what Fiona's doing either. So I need to have a real think about that. Well, next week we'll chat about goals. I think every week we'd be yes. saying we're going to chat about goals. But now that your your big race is out of the way, yeah, my big race is out of the way. We'll talk about our next big races. Indeed. What about you? What's on for the rest of the week? Oh, just work, Tom. Um, I'm I'm organising the the Aberdeen Corporate Games at the moment, so. Then uh, we'll close this week, so we're getting a good number of teams coming along for that. So a, a good bit of work and prep to do for that, because it starts in May. Um, mm. And yeah, I'm going to be doing the Balmoral 15 miler. Of course you are, yeah. Uh, so, so we'll see how that goes. 
Very good. Well, good luck with that. I look forward to hearing the result. God, it's going to be such a busy one with the results next week. I know. I'm going to have to run with my, my phone to check the tracking of the London Marathon. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. I think I don't know whether I'm gonna drive at the road after this wedding or not, or sit and just watch London before I hit the road. So refresh the page. Exactly. Yeah. Watch, TV. watch Mo, watch Mo cruise to victory. Well, that's a big moment for us as well. It is. Well, just to remind fact, the listeners, uh, the <clears throat> whoever wins has to wear um, the, a costume at park run of the the winner's choice. No, the yeah, yeah that's right. Whoever whoever wins chooses the costume for the other to wear at an upcoming park run. Exactly. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I, like I said at the start, I'm twitching quite a lot at the moment. I think but... I think we can be kind. It may just look ridiculous. It won't be. Let, let's make an agreement. It won't be remotely uh, offensive. <laughs> remotely <laughs> offensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to certain groups of people, maybe to some, no doubt. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure. Very be... good. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, have a good one. And uh, yeah, thank you again, listeners, for listening. And yeah, see you, see you all next week. Bye. Bye.